Hey guys, I'm Lucas Neff. I'm Barry Rothbard. Hey, it's me, Flula Bo- Oh, yep, no, that's right on Flula time. Bork. Yeah, for He's an episode. our guest on Get High and Save the World. Where we actually do save the world, save. talking about flulanthropy. Oh, snapadocious. And, uh, uh, and uh, planets made of chocolate. Chupita. Mm, Chupita. Uh, uh, environmental pornography. Yes. Environmentally yes. friendly pornography. So tune in. That Scott Pruitt wouldn't approve of. Oh, wouldn't but approve of. Oh. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. <laughs> Get high and save the world. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kelberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode three. Wow. Yeah, we've done two already. It's fantastic. I don't remember them. What if we retread things that we talked about in the first two because it was so long? That's what I was kind of worried about. Well, we could. It doesn't matter. No, we could. Here's the thing. I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about your recent scare. Yeah. Um, we need to talk, we need to talk about dehydration. We need to talk about water and people need to drink more water. Maybe sinus infections. I recently have had a battle. I as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's just dive into it. So Steve, (laughs) (laughs) so a week ago I got a text from Steve. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, a photo, a text photo (laughs) from, from the emergency room, from the emergency room. Go on. We got to record some episodes. I'm about to die. I might be dead in a week. Um, you're not dead. No, I'm still alive. You I can't believe it. You were severely dehydrated because mm. you... I drink too much coffee. Well, that's... Yeah, and you were having well, really bad heart palpitations. It's not so much the coffee as the lack of water. That's my actual problem. Right, because I drink an insane amount of coffee every day. Really? I have maybe two cups. All right, here's what... I'm going to walk you through my coffee intake. Yeah. I start my morning with Bulletproof Coffee. I believe I've we covered this. i Instagram that, yeah. I think we covered this in one of the first two podcasts. We might have. Um, but if you don't know what Bulletproof Coffee is, you can look it up. Um, so I start my day with a Bulletproof Coffee. That's 12 ounces. Ugh. Then I go and I do my super intense workout. That's then, crazy you do coffee before a workout, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, probably it's probably a little crazy. I would no, be afraid I, need the I would shit, shit my pants. Oh, I don't see. I this is we need to get into this at some point. But I have IBS and spastic colon, and so <laughs> Steve, Steve, oh did you God, not know I that? I 
love. Oh my god, this is podcast is going to be the greatest thing. I've ever. had IBS and spastic colon. I was like diagnosed when I was twenty four, I think, or twenty five with that. But so for me, like pooping is like never. I just it's. I know that it's like going to happen all the time. So we have I to do a like, whole episode just on pooping because it is one of my biggest. Not fears or phobias, but I, I fucking hate it so much. You hate pooping? Hate it. I don't understand why it's so hard. See, this is the other thing. My husband and I talk about this too. He's like, I've never met anyone. It's like, it takes me two and a half seconds to poop. Like, I don't, it's not like, I don't understand people that go in there and it's like 45 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't get that either, but it's the worst part of my day. Really? Yeah. I just don't care. I don't care one way or another, but I've lived with it for so many years of like, so you can go in public bathrooms and do it for sure. hundred oh percent. I have to, I, th- I do think also there's, there's a difference with men because the stalls versus the thing versus the P what are those the things urinals. called? Urinals. <laughs> Holy fuck. The pee I don't face. have, I have, I have two girls. I don't have, I don't have yeah. reason to know this jargon, right. the, the urinals. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think that there's a different like pressure for men pooping in public than there is for women. My girlfriend, we should do this for another topic, but my girlfriend and I got in a kind of a huge fight, uh, over new year's. We were in North Carolina in Asheville at this place called the Biltmore estate. Fantastic. Which, I know what it have is. Have you been there? It's no, I haven't, but I know what it is. Fucking bonkers, but it's out in the middle of nowhere in Asheville. And we'd been there like the whole day and I had to take a dump really bad. And I'm like, let's go back to the hotel. She's like, she's like, that's going to be forever going back, going to the car and then going back to the hotel and then coming back here. She's like, there's bathrooms all over the place. And I was like, I I can't, I can't, we got into a huge fight. I'm with her though. Like you gotta, you gotta suck it up. Everybody, like there are books, like everyone poops. You know what I mean? Like it's not anything. I'm not, I have no poop shame at all. All right. That's going to be another episode. It is? We got to rein it in. Okay. Or should we just do I mean, poop? we can just go for it. All right. This is, this is poop. <laughs> we can talk about dehydration later because I'm always dehydrated. Um, so yeah. So when I was, so I'm an actress obviously, and I don't know anyone who lives and works in Los Angeles and works in this business that doesn't have some sort of stomach problem. People either get stomach and mental problems. Well, mental problems. That's why we're here. Like you come to Hollywood if you're fucked up in the head, (laughs) but if you stay in Hollywood, your stomach is going to wreak havoc on you and your life. Um, so by the time, so I was always having sort of these stomach issues and problems I started professionally acting when I was 19 and it got progressively worse. And by the time I was on Dawson's Creek, it was like terrible. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do anything without having like horrible cramps, massive diarrhea. Like it was just like terrible. And the worst part, some people are like, oh, that's so great. Cause then you like feel skinny, but I would get super bloated. That's so great. Well, welcome to Hollywood, yeah, Steve. Yeah. No, I get um, it, yeah. But I would get really bloated. So it was just like the whole thing was was terrible. And this is years ago now, like almost not quite 20 years ago, but like 15, 17 years ago. It's kind of before people really knew about probiotics. Yeah. It wasn't like a part of... By the way, of- probiotics are a 
fucking godsend. They really are. I highly recommend them. So anyway, so I had a boyfriend in my 20s who was like very, like my roommate and I called him the secret pooper. Like he like would never. Middle of the night. Yeah, exactly. Like go me. to like Starbucks on the corner or whatever, yeah, like, you know. Me. And uh, and I was like just in pain the whole time and struggling, but I couldn't talk to him about it. And I was talking, I talked to my roommate a lot about it. And then I started dating the guy that's now my husband, Mark. And we went to Las Vegas. From last episode. From last episode. You know him, guys. Um, And (laughs) we went to Las Vegas right when we started dating. So we'd been only together like. Road trips. Four months, maybe. Oh, by the way, on our, one of our first dates, I had an attack of IBS and spastic colon in which (laughs) we went to dinner and then we went to see a movie at the Arclight and I could barely make it into the Arclight and. I couldn't tell him then because we literally was like our second date. Wow. Um, and I just had like, you know, horrible. Do you shit your empty pants a lot? It. No, I okay. no only one time. Wow. When I was like 20 some, I have it totally under control now, which is like amazing. <laughs> the IBS, not the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, like it was just so, it was so terrible, so painful. And we went to Las Vegas with his entire family, I don't know why. Like he like wanted me to come meet his family. I guess we've been dating like six months. In Vegas. Where's his family from? They're from the East Coast. Okay. And so it was like a middle point. That happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. They wanted to go there anyway. Yeah. So we're meeting his family. I guess we've been dating like about six months and I get an attack and it's blood. It's like straight up blood. And I would have fainted. Yeah, it was super upsetting. So I've been dealing with this now. Let's say like, for do like you a know sal- at this point like, that it's IBS? Not yet. No, huh? Know. So I haven't gone to the doctor. You I haven't been diagnosed. Have I'm in my something. early twenties. Do you know what I mean? I'm like yeah. 25 years old at this point, and uh, and so I've been dealing with this for at least three or four years. But just thinking like stress and I probably drink too much and I like am a kid and I eat I don't eat well and whatever but then when I'm in and I've never talked about it with my ex-boyfriend and then I'm in Las Vegas with my new boyfriend and I am shitting blood and I'm like well this can't be good right and I'm like I have to tell him and so I start wait I called my mom I think from the stall and I was like mom (laughs) something really bad is happening she's like busy you've got to call a doctor you have to get this taken care of so then I come out and I was really like sweaty upset whatever Mark's like what's happening are you all right what's going on I'm like okay this is crazy but I just shit like straight up blood oh my fucking god (laughs) he's like are you kidding? Do you need to go to the hospital? I was like, no, I feel okay right now. My mom just says that like, when we go back to LA, I should really, I need to go to the doctor and get it, get it figured out, oh get it taken God. care of. So my doctor in LA, my, my general practitioner referred me to, you know, a doctor. I'm going to pass out Cedars. right now. And you know, at age 25, I went and got a colonoscopy. Oh my God. Which was, it's just like you think you get put under. It's not terrible. But there's a lot of prep involved in a colonoscopy. I, yeah, I mean, but at this point, when you're talking about someone that's had like basically nonstop diarrhea for four years, you're like, oh, Whatever. what? Who cares? <laughs> like, where's the saline? That's a normal night for yeah, me. Like, yeah, like who cares? So, um, <laughs> so I went and 
and got the colonoscopy and I went to the doctor and he diagnosed me. I mean, I didn't have Crohn's disease, which is great, you know, good that I didn't have that. And I didn't have, I tested negative for celiac. Wow. Um, Right. So that's good. So then it was just IBS and spastic colon and they showed me on the thing that the left side exactly where I had said I would get this like horrible cramping on the left side like that part of my colon was super inflamed and so what is a spastic colon I know what IBS is but I don't know this, I hear I spastic colon spastic colon like makes it for me it's like just this hard cramp on my left side and then it's like just empty the bowels just like have to you have to go immediately like like there's no like you're like oh am I gonna make it right. I've had a lot of like am I gonna make it moments in my in my life right um the two times when it's been completely in remission and I haven't had one iota of symptoms have been both times I was pregnant for wow. the entire nine months. Wow. It was like, my body was like, you know what? You have enough to deal with. You're building a baby. Let's just like chill out and we won't go through this for you. Isn't that I weird? I wonder why that is. I mean, some I have talked to the doctor about it and they suggested that possibly it was hormones, like a hormonal thing. And then right. that's what a fact. And I do, I do. So, oh, anyway, so wait, back to, I'm 25 and the doctor diagnoses me with this and he's like, so here's your option. I'm going to prescribe this pill for you. Yeah. And then you just are going to be constipated for the rest of your life. And I was like, well, that seems terrible. It's, which is the lesser of two evils. Right. And I was like, (laughs) I'll take the thing that I've been dealing with for five years because at least I know a how to deal how to deal with it and b that it's not actually killing me and I don't want to again I'm very much like you Steve I don't want to take a drug every day I'm not on the birth control pill I like don't want things in my body on a daily basis yeah um so anyway so then I started looking into like sort of like holistic ways to treat it and what I could do to calm it down and this is again pre gluten free vibes mm-hmm. like when people didn't and pre probiotics yeah so i went to an allergist who suggested that possibly i could control it with doing some like food allergy tests and staying away from things I was sensitive to yeah and that we might be able to find some triggers so i did an elimination diet where for like three weeks, I ate basically nothing except for brown rice and like something else, and and chicken. And shit. then I would, yeah, and then I would add stuff. Did in. you find anything you were allergic to? Yeah, uh, or trigger like it was right. like triggering. It's not like not, that, not like a real allergy, but it would like trigger the IBS, like intolerance. An intolerance. So gluten. So certain types of gluten are very triggering for me. Yeah. Um. Like it, it's also like cumulative. Like, so if I stay away from bread and wheat and pasta and stuff for a while, I can go eat pizza once every two weeks and I won't have the symptoms. Right. But if I eat pizza on like a Friday night and on Saturday I have French toast, like I'm screwed. Wow. That's it. Wow. I, it's game over. Black pepper, too much black pepper. And the doctor said that's a very common one. And I've told people who I've, 
had stomach problems and like that to look out for the black pepper thing because it's one of those things that like gets put in a lot of stuff and yeah, people yeah. like overuse it. Yeah. I put it in everything. It can be very triggering for stomach problems, for indigestion and making people feel gross and having diarrhea. And so stuff. when you have an incident, yeah. is it something that lasts for a while or is it just like one and done? And then you're like, Oh, okay. I better watch it. Depends. It. it depends. Like last week I had like a total, battle all week like for yeah. like three or four days but I was PMSing right and so again I think the hormone thing has to do with it Ugh. um it's a fucking nightmare it sounds but- like <laughs> worst case scenario for it me it sucks but it's like but it but I am really used to it and you know I don't know like I I just at this point the only time it really bugs me. So I just like, so I just poop all the time, but the only time it really, really bugs me is when I get that horrible pain on the left side. And that's when it's like untenable and that doesn't happen as frequently. How long does that last the pain? I mean, hours. Have you tried weed? Well, yes. And that recently I've gotten very into, can we talk about this yet? No about my CBD. Oh, I think gummies. we might have. T- yeah, yeah, I think we did. Cause I, cause I, I don't take Xanax or Ativan yeah. anymore for anxiety. I only take CBD, CBD and, and THC. Good shit. It's amazing. And I just like, it's so funny. I was like thinking about talking on my Instagram story about, um, about like, you know, getting high on with a gummy. Yeah. But then I was like, well, there's still so many people in this country that have such a weird negative connotation yeah, yeah. with like THC and CBD, but it's so, I mean, I know we live in California. I understand we're like crazy hippies, but it really is like God's medicine. Guys. I haven't, I haven't smoked or smoked weed in any form or, or I don't do edibles cause I lose control, but I haven't had weed in like, probably seven or eight months just I just haven't but um I it was the only thing that would help with my nausea from my vertigo like I've had I've had chronic vertigo like my whole adult life right and the one thing and nausea by the way is one of the fucking worst just a nagging sense of like I had it on that cruise ship the whole time and it was so stupid I didn't I weirdly, I think, honestly, I do have moments where I feel like if 90% of humans lived inside my body for one week, they would be like, holy fuck, what's going on? (laughs) Why are you in so much pain all the time? But I just like, I exist. That's your life. This is my life. I exist with this. That's how I am with vertigo. And it drives me forward and I just go through it. But when I was on the cruise ship for a week on vacation, I didn't realize until I got to New York that night, I started to feel normal. And I was like, oh, I've felt terrible for an entire I had motion week. Sickness. I had motion sickness for a week. That's I felt why like I, I was going to throw up the whole time. Oh, you should definitely not. Although it was really fun. We'd, yeah, it was the one thing. In fact, when my dad was sick and dying, I kept trying to get him to do edible. I was I like, wanted dad, my if, mom to do edibles for her knee surgery. Yeah. I was like, dad, I will get you something that will fucking really help you. He's like, no, no. Like, I know. I'm like, I wish people 
people, you know, my dad drank like he wasn't an alcoholic, but he would drink. I'm like, it's no different. No different. No different. It's in fact, it's more natural and it's better. And it takes care of so many different things. It's also so interesting to me. I was talking to someone this morning and I was talking about the CBD gummies that I take. And my friend was like, oh, I'm too afraid because I get really paranoid when I'm high. I'm like, like there's it's no not, THC in but, this. But also like weed is not the same as it was mm-hmm. even 10 years ago. Like it's yeah. so it's they like have been able it's engineered. to it's engineer. Yeah. It's engineered. I mean, is it GMO? Is it Monsanto? Uh, I hope not. Oh, Oh it'll only be a matter of time, right? It is, right? It must be. Are we going to be... Is something bad going to happen to us because we invoked the name? I have a a fucking bud of marijuana the size of a pineapple. Yeah. Thanks, Monsanto. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so IBS, colon. I don't know, man. It is a bummer. I live with it. I don't like... It's so funny. I've like never talked about it. This will totally be like a PeopleMag.com story now. (laughs) (laughs) TMI with Busy Phillips. seriously, but like, honestly, I'm all about taking the stigmas away from everything, Steve. Like, let's just talk about stuff. You know what I mean? I talk about everything. I don't talk about my family, but anything involving me, I I talk about my mental health issues, my vertigo. Um my poops I don't know I think I can trace my poop why do you issues. hate it so much I think I can trace it back to when I was like nine or ten uh-huh. I was at summer camp oh no oh and no. the water went out oh no at the camp and so everyone <laughs> had to shit in outhouses oh no which I already wasn't too thrilled about because they stink so bad but I remember going into the outhouse to poop and a bunch of kids from my cabin yeah. tried Tortured to tip it you. over. No. Tried to tip it over. Are you kidding? First, they were throwing rocks at it, oh which is my God. so loud. And then I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, it starts rocking back and no, forth. No, 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 no. And I just pulled up my no wiping, just pulled up my pants ran and just out. ran out. Here's what I think. I think you need to do some cognitive behavioral therapy <laughs> attached to this. I think you need to like do some sort of thing where you can get past it because that does suck that seems super traumatic it's weird because years later i got sent to military school when i was like 16 or 17 Mm -hmm. and i remember the first day i go into the barracks or the dorm and they're like the bathroom's down at the end of the hall and i go in and i walk into the bathroom and it was my worst nightmare it's like you see in all the movies like full metal jacket and stuff it's just toilets Around the wall. No, and you, there was no In stall? In my head, there were no stalls at all. I've been told since that there were stalls, but they didn't have doors in right, front. Right, right, right. They were just like, yeah, that makes Which sense Which is still horrible because you're sitting Ugh. there pooping at lunch and then someone sits directly across from you. <laughs> and you're and like, hey, dude, what's up? You're like trying not to make <laughs> eye contact. So for the first three or four months of military school, I would only go to the bathroom like at two in the morning. I'd hold it all night and then go when I was the only person in there or I would go at school or no, I had a place in the chapel, like, cause no one ever went to the chapel. And so I would go to the chapel during the week. Bathrooms were always spotless. And I found out later, like a few years ago I was driving and I was like, I had too much coffee. And I'm, like, I'm going to shit my pants. And I pulled into that. What's the mall over on Riverside? The May, not the Mayfair, that mall on Riverside and like Whitsit or Coldwater. Yeah, the people listening to this podcast, certainly. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
there's a mall here and I was driving past the mall and I pull in and I'm like, I got to find a bathroom. And then I went into like, I think it was Macy's and I was like, where's your bathroom? And I go in and it was spotless. And I was like, men don't go to department stores. No. So that's one great, thing I always have. It's a have. great secret pooping location. Go to a fucking department store if you have to poop because I mean I'll, listen I will go anywhere I will go gas, gas station? stations oh. oh for sure Steve I have I, I have had no choice over the years I used to have like friends apartments around the city where I would just like they were like safe places <laughs> <laughs> there's a key under the mat yeah where I would get to where I would get to go um yeah and I just it sucks it sucks to like feel that but I also I don't know it is what it is. I went surfing when I was in high school. Me and a couple of friends went surfing down in Mexico, down in Baja, and we we're camping. And it was just three days, so I was like, "If I poop before we go, oh my god, Steve, no, I know I can make it without pooping the whole time." And of course, we're in Mexico, so three I eat, days. I eat like tacos or something. Wait, I'm but like, by the way, we need to talk about the fact that you could go three days without pooping. Oh yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? That's insane. insane. You have to poop every day, twice a day, <laughs> at least. But this, I was like, I'm not going to poop down in fucking Mexico, especially when there's only an outhouse. And there was an outhouse up on this hill. It looked like a fucking haunted house up above the campground. <laughs> and so, of course. The morning of like our third day, I was like, I had this shit so bad. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it back to the United States. I, I can't make a three hour drive. I can't believe you were planning to wait three days. So I climb up this hill. I am drenched in sweat. It's one of those poops. And the closer I get to the outhouse, you know that thing where you get home and like, yeah. you've been able to hold it no problem. And as you get to the front door, you're like, your butt, Am I gonna make it? Your colon is like, <laughs> I recognize this area. It's time to start relaxing. And so I like my my colon, my brain's going, hey, you can start letting the boys out. We're almost to the fucking outhouse. And I get up there, I open the door, and it is the worst outhouse. And I've seen some horrible. There was shit on every Ew. wall. Oh my god, Steve, that's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. That ha also happens at like, you know, rest areas along like the five freeway. You yeah, walk in, and you're like, it's like crazy people, crazy like, people. Why is there shit on the wall? Mentally, mentally. Someone Ill. had to shit in their hand and put it up there. I think it's like they're mentally disturbed. Well, that's they, like a whole they thing. They travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> mentally disturbed travel a lot. <laughs> So I opened the door and it was just flies and everything. I was just Ugh, like, I'm going to throw up. I go, Ugh. and I just like crouched down right next to the outhouse and just shit on the ground. Next, there was, you couldn't even go in the outhouse. You were, in the it outhouse. was so gross. It was so gross. It was everywhere. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess there's no one to clean this. I was in Africa, Ugh. which is a whole other no, story. No Africa for me and no India. And we were in a village and oh, village. they had, they took us to the, the bat, the outhouse bathroom. There were the hole in the ground that we were supposed that to you use. stand over, you stand over and it was just bees. It was just filled with bees. Are you allergic to bees? Yes, of course I am. <laughs> of course I am. Fuck, yeah. No. It was, it was, a, I don't, that I did hold. I like held till we got back to the hotel later in the day. I was like, well, this is just not worth it. It's not worth dying over this. Oh, uh, 
I was nervous. I went on a like a hiking excursion thing a year ago where you go for these epically long hikes, like 14 mile hikes. Yeah, yeah. And before our group, they're like, you kind of like separate out because everybody's at their own pace. And I'm a real go getter, you know, yeah. so I went fast. Um, but before you leave, the, the trail guides are like, someone will have to poop. So like, here's a plastic bag that has... Um, a bag. No, no, no. You have no, no for the oh, toilet okay. paper. For the toilet okay. paper. <laughs> Don't I'm poop not in the shitting bag. in a bag. Nope. <laughs> no, they just were like, go dig a little hole with your heel, poop in the hole, cover it up, Ugh. use the toilet paper, put it in the bag, and bring it back. Don't leave any toilet oh, paper out. So in the, depressed. Huh? In the thing, and yeah. I was so nervous. I was like a three day thing. I was like, of course I'm going to have to because. Yeah this is my lot in life. I'm the pooper. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't, I didn't have to the whole time. Amazing. It was kind of great. Yeah. It was the one time that I, I went the year after that thing at summer camp where the kids tried to tip me over in the outhouse, which I think is what started it's all obviously this. what started it. That's so traumatic. I did a version of camp the next year. This was up in the mountains of Idlewild above Palm Springs, um, where, it was called Indian camp where we slept in a teepee up on the hill above That's the main cool. camp. Yeah, it was really cool. But there's no bathrooms up there. You'd have to like go to the bathroom, the outhouse at the bottom of the hill. And I was like, you know, 10 or 11. And so I was like, I'm going to hold my poop as long as I can. So I managed to do it for like a couple days. And oh God, I, Steve, so much withholding. I know. This it's is not like good a real, but it's also like psychologically not good for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a major thing, like with kids. Like you don't want to give kids poop issues. Like cricket. Yeah, you don't want to shame them at no, all. Cricket you know? literally pooped in a diaper way too long. Like she, you know, was potty, fully potty. Like she would pee in the potty. She knew how to do it. Yeah. And in order to poop, she would demand a diaper at, she would hold her poop until nighttime make me put a pull up or a diaper on her, go into her crib, pretend to fall asleep and poop. There's a raccoon in your backyard. There he is. There he is, sir. Speaking of poop. He is. This guy is living, living the life. I saw him on your Instagram just like a day or two ago. I'm going to do an Instagram story while we're on. I think one lives under my apartment. Oh, he's back. Um, Guys, the raccoon is back, and Steve, AG, and I are doing our podcast, yeah. and I just, oh my God, he's like he's walking huge. on- He's huge. He's huge. That was kind of freaky. He's like the size of I'm like not, a, a bulldog. I'm not into it. I don't like it at all. There's Steve. Um, so yeah, so I'm in this camp, and I'm staying in a teepee up on a hill, and so after a few days of not pooping, I wake up in the middle of the night- I'm like 10 or 11, so it's probably 10 o'clock at night. I'm so worried about your withholding. Okay, yes. And so I wake up in the middle of the night, this little 10-year-old, and I've got to shit bad. And I'm like, fuck. And so I'm like, I'm going to try and make it down the hill in the dark to the outhouse. And so I'm walking... Oh no, that, that was, I was like, I'm not going to the outhouse. I'm just going to walk out into the forest and poop by a tree. It's a terrible idea, but okay. And so, uh, I grab some like Kleenex or something or oh, God, something Steve. and I, and I go put it in my pocket and I go out and I'm walking through the trees in the forest. I'm like, I'm going to get mm-hmm. as far away. So no one finds this or finds me. And I squat down and I take a poop and I make my way back and I get in into the TP and I go to go to sleep the next day we all wake up and we're going down the hill to go to breakfast 
and we are walking down the trail, which is basically a dirt road. We're walking down, and I'm in the back of the group, and all of a sudden, towards the front of the group, I hear people start going, ew! No, no. Oh my God! No, what? no. I had no. shit in the no. middle of, of the, the road. <laughs> And I'm walking by it and I'm Oh my god. I'm joining in. And you're I'm, like, ew. I'm going, who would do that? Fucking gross. I'm out of 10. I wasn't saying fucking, but I'm like, oh, gross. Steve, okay. First of all, I don't, this is so interesting <laughs> because before, I remember when I got to college feeling, because I had a, I lived in one of those floors that had a communal bathroom yep. situation and I remember there was like one private stall that you could close the door and I remember like thinking like oh that's I'll just poop in there that's the that's, one, the, yeah. that's the pooper that's the that's the pooping room but I didn't have IBS but before yeah. that moment before I was like 18 years old at college I do not have any memories associated with having to go to the bathroom like with pooping or anything like it doesn't you have like at least two stories scarring that scar- stories. have scarred you, yeah. which I think is like very tell. I think it's really interesting. Um, well, I also, I had a girlfriend in college. We actually ended up living together for years. She's who I moved to LA with. God, I hope she's not listening to this. This is going to be mortifying, but she would like poop with the door open in the back. Like there oh, was not, a time, there was yeah. a time where it didn't bother but me. But listen, I've been with Mark Silverstein for 12 years. Mm-hmm. We've been married for 10. Yeah. Never once have I left the door open. My daughters have seen me poop only because yeah, yeah. children give you no privacy right. at all. Right. And they just like bust in. Right. But like Mark and I close the door. It's not even like, I'm, I just feel like that is still a right. thing where it's like, he doesn't need to see me doing it. There's something weird about that to me. Uh, yeah. I'm the same way, but there was a time where it, I, she would poop at the door and it didn't bother me. Now it would fucking drive me insane. And, um, but so you, do you feel, you feel like your poop phobia has gotten worse over the it's years? It's not even, even when I am at home by myself, I'm super regular. I'm lucky in that I'm a morning poop like regularly like between 9 and 10 a.m always which there's a bummer when i book a, a job and i have like an early call time because i'll wake up at like five in the morning to go to work right and i'll be like no. I, can't, I can't go yet and uh, but i'm always if you were to look at your watch between nine and ten go oh steve's probably really bummed out right now because he's sitting on the toilet going poop but what you're so bummed out about doesn't it make you feel alive no it makes me feel you're in your most vulnerable position like sitting there with a turd hanging hanging out of your butt someone could bust in you know what we have you know what we when we redid our master bathroom i really splurged i felt like it was squatty potty very important not the squatty potty i don't need that I got the fancy Japanese toilet with the heated seat and the bidet oh. and the dryer. It dries your tush for you if you need it to. It is I like, want that. it's legitimately magical. It's like the nicest thing. We just had to replace the toilet in our girls' bathroom upstairs that they share. And my, I'm not kidding you. My daughter was legitimately pissed that I didn't buy the super fancy Japanese toilet. Did they go toilet. in and your, use yours? Of course. Yours? Yeah. We always know, like, we just, like, hear the little noise. I'm like, Birdie, get out of there. Yeah. Stop using the I think the those day. are also, like, standard in Japan. Like, if you go to a hotel, they're like... For sure. 
Ba- our bathroom is like basically modeled after like an Amon bathroom. Like we just, I wanted it to be like, I wanted to feel, because especially with my IBS, I'm going to spend a lot of time in there. Like I need it oh, to yeah, feel yeah. good. If I, my girlfriend and I, you know, we, we talk about her eventually moving out here to LA and I've been in a studio apartment for 10 years and it works for me because I'm, I've just been alone and I just, I'm like, I just need a place to sleep and write and <laughs> watch TV. And now that, you know, she's been out, you know, when she comes out to visit, you know, by the end of the week, we're both like, yeah, we, we both couldn't live in that, no. especially when she brings her dog out. But she's also like, when we get a place, it has to have like two bathrooms just for sure. For sure. And also I just, I want a fucking big ass bathtub. I'm six foot six. So like a standard bathtub in an apartment just doesn't work for me. You know, when we went to this hotel in Asheville, I think it was called the grand Bohemian. Like it had a big ass fucking tub for like two. And I was just like, we're taking baths every night and just like sitting in there. (laughs) Just like, this is so I take a bath every night, every single night. So, and we also have, see if you, do it right. We have the bathroom. We have like a separate toilet room for the Japanese toilet. Smart. It's a separate toilet room. And then there's this, our steam shower yeah. and our nice bathtub that has these bubbles that are like, you can do regular jets, but then they have these bubbles that are really weird and they're supposed to exfoliate your skin. I don't really understand them, but it feels nice. Huh. And I take, I take a bath every night, but we couldn't the separate- fit a giant tub in. Because of the space that we had, yeah. we did have to get a smaller. You would not be happy in that tub. You'd like our big steam shower, but you would not. That's like the tub. good too. The I love the the toilet in its separate little separate area. room. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on a tour. Yeah. After we finish this, when we were see. in Asheville at this hotel, the room was perfect. The, the the bathtub, and it had a separate room for the toilet, but it didn't have a door. What? Which bummed me out. And then also the main bathroom where the bathtub and the sink were. There was one of those big window hole in the walls that led to the regular no. room. So I was like, "So you're pooping in the room?" I go, "If I poop in this toilet, you're gonna smell it in a few no, minutes." That's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> Such a bummer topic. <laughs> this is the worst topic. I'm glad I we're getting so funny, it out of like, the way. I really am concerned about your. I want you to get over this hatred because it's so. Like, listen. I know that I love Oprah, and Oprah really <laughs> brought the conversation to the forefront a few years ago, where I felt like uh, finally I can be free and talking yeah. about this. It's yeah. so important to your health. People need to pay attention to their poop. Yeah, they need to like be aware when they're. I, I mean, I can't. The idea that you could go three days without pooping makes me actually upset. So I can't do it now. So when you get. Um, <laughs> Like if you get food poisoning and got diarrhea, would you be able to tell the difference between yes. food poisoning diarrhea and IBS diarrhea? Oh, that's interesting. Like, I don't know. Oh, it might be something I ate or fuck, I might just have um, IBS. I mean, the only time I've really had food poisoning, I've had it I've had it twice in the last like 12 years. Um I was vomiting and <sighs> simultaneously yes so that was like very clear what was happening i mean i've definitely had like um i've had like we go to mexico a lot and i've had a little bit of that like when you're leaving mexico like that yeah the two days of like oh god like my stomach doesn't feel great yeah but that basically yeah it does feel different i mean it's 
the same outcome. Have you ever taken, <laughs> speaking of homeopathic, have you ever taken uh, activated charcoal? Well, I drink charcoal water. Oh, you do? Yeah. In addition to my chlorophyll water. That stuff is amazing. Yeah. So I get this act at the same place where I get my chlorophyll water creation. I get activated charcoal water and it's just, I might have some in the fridge right now. It's just charcoal and water. Sometimes they have like lemon or they put agave to make it taste better. But I'll drink if I have, like last week I was having a real bout of the IBS and I'll drink a big glass of that and it makes me feel it's so amazing. much better. Yeah. If I get diarrhea, I can... I keep charcoal tablets in my... And probiotics. Now I'm like all about Yakult. I will take a charcoal and a a probiotic and uh, clears it up immediately. Um, somebody at your door. Someone's at my door. Hold on. I got to go get... I'm going to keep talking. Okay. Yeah, Busy's going to answer the door. So when I get sick, probiotics and activated charcoal pills do the trick every time. Hi, how are you? We've met before. Uh, I'm good. We're talking about poop. We're doing this episode's about um, IBS and spastic colon and poop. Your episode will be about. Yeah, your, we have ne- next week's guest has just walked in. Has just walked in. Going to be horrified to listen to what we're talking no, about. No, she was. She's like Nicole's. I'm open to all things. Yeah, I am not. Yeah. Now, Steve has like a real issue that we need to like deal with, yeah. I think. I'm upset that you're so upset about poop. I'm not upset. I'm like the, used to it, it now. It bums you out, though. It does bum me out. <laughs> That's like <laughs> Sitting on the toilet, even by myself in my own apartment. What about, can't I you use that time sad. to watch my Instagram stories? You know what I mean? Just like watch some stories, like chill out. No, I don't, I don't want to look at other You don't want to look at other people. Oh my God, you're so deep in it. You like hate it so intensely. Yeah, I want it to end. Ugh, it's the oh, worst. Boy. Although right. my bathroom is so small. This is the good thing. If I ever got food poisoning, like you were talking yeah. about where I'm shitting and puking at the same time. Yeah. My sink is so close to the toilet. You could just do I it. I can poop and puke in the sink at the wow. same time. Wow, Steve. So I see. I like that in my house too. It's, it's worked for me. It's, you've had, I haven't, but it's good to know it's there. <laughs> Wait, Steve. So here's what I want to, I think we should leave the people with. Yeah. That for stomach problems, see your doctor if you shit blood. For sure. Right. Anything involving blood, <laughs> you should see your doctor. Colonoscopies <laughs> are not that bad, according to me. I mean, it wasn't bad. It's debatable. Okay. It was not that bad. You get put under, you wake up, it's over. You it's, just have to like give yourself a, you know, thing beforehand. Yeah. Um, it's a necessity too, eventually. Right. Everybody should get them. Yep. Um, then charcoal, activated charcoal. Here's some homeopathic solutions for diarrhea. Oh, activated charcoal. IBS. And probiotics. Probiotics are key, guys. Everybody should be taking these probiotics. Yeah. I mean, we're no doctors, but... <laughs> Drink plenty of water. Why you have to stay hydrated. Yeah. That's the other thing. You and too much coffee is also will also wreak havoc. It's a diuretic, your, yeah. It is. Yeah. And lemon water also is. <laughs> so you be careful when you're I mean, if you wanna if you want a diet, we can talk about that too. But maybe another episode. Maybe another but yeah. episode. I, I think that's good. I mean, we've gone like forty five minutes. Yeah, we really covered it. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Really are, you cov- ups- are you upset about my IBS? No, no, it's, okay. no, no. I feel sorry for you. I, but I am glad I don't have to deal with that shit. Literally. I just feel like it's so crazy that you 
like, like you clearly have these things attached with pooping from childhood. Yeah. And that's clearly just what it is. Yeah. And so it bums you out every morning well, my between dad nine used and to ten. Beat me every time I no, shit. No, I'm just kidding. He did not. He's he's Who's dead. Shitting? He, can't, yeah. he can't defend himself, Steve. That's not fair. I believe in ghosts, though. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I see his ghosts every time I poop. Guys, I hope that you don't suffer from the things I suffer from, or celiac. Celiac's a big one. I have friends who have celiac. Well, just don't be afraid to talk about it, and you That's should what I'm definitely saying. not be afraid to see a doctor. Yeah, I just like I like worry about people that uh, get nervous about talking about poop because I'm glad I really do think that Oprah changed the conversation. She really did. She did. She changed the conversation. She like made it okay for people to say like everybody poops. And that and that book by that Japanese guy, everybody poops. Yeah, everyone poops. That's a great one. Get it for your kids. All right. I talked. I try to talk to my kids about pooping, and like in oh. a very mom. Non, no, they don't care. Like I ask my nine year old. I'm like, do kids poop at school? Like, is it weird? Do they get? Does anyone like make fun of someone for pooping at school? And she says no. So I'm, you know, that's oh, good. It's probably more around puberty that people get nervous my about kids stuff. Have never pooped at school. What? Isn't, I mean, I have no idea how that's physically possible. Oh, it's possible. <laughs> Steve was saying that he withheld poop for three days. Because I was a kid trip. when I was a kid. Uh, by the way, you can pick that up. Uh, Nicole Su- Nicole Sullivan is here. She's, she's next week's guest. She's going to be joining us next week, and you're going to want to listen to this story that she's going to. But tell yeah, you. when I was a kid, I was at camp and I was in an outhouse pooping and some kids tried to tip it over. And I think that's what started my, what started my it. Yeah, no, yeah. he's like been triggered. He's definitely been triggered. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I just think, you know, it's so poop is so vital to your like health and well being. Fiber. It's so oh, fiber. fiber content on your foods you're eating. I'm also fascinated. I do. I obviously have the opposite pro- problem since I have the IBS and spastic colon. I am fascinated by people who are constipated all the time like that to me is would just be a nightmare. that's a bummer yeah. like a living i don't that never nightmare. happens to me mark gets travel uh constipation yeah i'll get i'll get a, like a delay if i take a long flight really yeah, well, i that's like- so my secret for that that i've started to try to get him to do is the um dandelion root tea oh yeah that'll yeah that'll cure you fast on the airplane dandelion root tea and then you're good it won't kick in while you're still in the airplane no it doesn't it doesn't no no it senna it's does. senna yeah you want to be careful with senna i i really recommend people be very careful with like laxative teas because i think that a and i get i get very nervous about all those fit teas that the people sell on instagram because i think those are just basically laxative teas yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I get nervous about girls and women getting like hooked on laxative teas because it makes your stomach flat, but then you're like, yeah. you can't poop without a laxative tea. I was here in the '90s when all the actresses that was that was the main addiction. Laxatives. laxatives, yeah. It was so, so really rampant, yeah, and uh, it sort of bridged its way into laxative teas, which is a way for them to still right. carry on the, the weirdness of it. But it was just plain old laxatives, like 20 a day, 30 a day. Oh, my God. Jeez, that's so much shitting. But, I mean, I'm already there. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I poop all the time anyway. So, But what does a laxative do? Like, it just, your body doesn't process the food? I mean, I know yeah. it's like an eating disorder thing. Yeah, but. it's an eating disorder thing, definitely. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't have time to process. It still processes most of the calories, but not all of them. 
but it processes none of the, the nutrients. So you're getting Aye. a third less calories and nothing that your body needs oh to survive. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking people are the worst. People are so insane. Guys, so that's what I'm saying. Be careful with laxative teas. Be careful with like fit teas. I don't know about any of them. Like just do your own research. You know what I mean? We're no doctors. Yeah. I can't really advise you. But yeah, so I hope any of this was helpful. <laughs> Take- At the very least, people just heard me share my story yeah. and share your story. Yeah. I hope you took it all with a grain of salt because we're, we're no, no doctors. doctors. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, it's me, Steve, AG, you know, (laughs) I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, Just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, We're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better, Uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise, but uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at um, Starburns Audio, believe me. We uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, This really is a helpful survey um, because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, So your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, It's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help help a brother out. All right. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Let's say uh, Seinfeld was on an island and he was blowing Boris Karloff. What would would that be like? (laughs) It might go something like this. Oh, Mr. Karloff, I loved you and Frankenstein, and I love giving you a blowjob. Why, Mr. Seinfeld, I'd love having you fuck.